Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas, and I am back with another featured artist of the week. They are Cougar Ann out of Michigan, and I have a very special guest with me at this time. He is Nico of Cougar Ann. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. How you doing, man? I, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm fantastic. I'm having a great day. Right on. I Actually, I heard some news that you got a new car today. Yeah, I did. <laughs> After this crazy winter, I got a new car. Right on. What are you rolling in? Uh, I'm running a Chrysler 300. Very nice. Yeah. So, all right, so with the, the whole you know COVID situation, I know you're out of Michigan. Uh, how is it for you guys up there? It's all right. You know, like, I mean, weather-wise, you know, it's like, you get rain a few days, sun a few days, but I mean, you know, it's a little, it's a little restrained up here. But I'm dealing with it because of the good weather. That's good. And uh, so, how are you staying busy? Well, you know, I'm just working on music. You know, I teach online lessons when I'm not working on, you know, social media tech and all that stuff with our assistant Kirsty. That's that's pretty cool. You know, I try to stay busy while I'm writing music or just keeping tabs on what's going on, you know. Yeah, no, I, I got you, man. And kind of going along with the, what we're talking about with the COVID situation, I saw that Kugran had some really cool, like, killer shows lined up. You know, you got shows with L.A. Guns, Mike Tramp, Steven Adler. And um, so what, what are the status on those shows? Um, So far... <laughs> so far. Um, everything is a go. Um, but I did see an article today, you know, you know, the governor talking about extending into June, possibly. So I'm a little worried about the mayhem, but I think it's going to run just as fine. All right. And um, so, I mean, you're, you're part of these, like, killer shows with these music legends. How, how does it feel to be, you know, part of these part of these shows? Oh, it's humbling every day, man. Seriously. Um, because being able to, you know, perform, you know, before some of these veterans and even meet some of them, you know, is amazing. Like, um, like when we played with Autograph a few times when I was younger, uh, you know, those guys are good friends still very today. You know, I actually wished Randy a happy birthday a couple of days ago. <laughs> All right on. Yeah, and uh, so I, I saw a couple weeks ago uh, you guys are selling tickets for these shows. Are you guys still selling tickets? Of course we are. Yes. And if people are interested, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Um, currently, and this is going to change very soon. Um, you can contact me for right now. We have a PayPal link. Um, you just contact me on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. Um. And I'll hook you up with a link, but in the future, we're going to incorporate a ticket button on our website. So if, if you want a ticket, you just click add how many, and it'll take you right to PayPal. All right on. So some uh, some to look forward to in the near future. Yeah, like, I mean, we're, you know, and with the way times are, I'm thinking electronic, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like, because, you know, you sell tickets here and there, you know usually over cash or whatever, I kind of want to streamline things a little more. Yeah, you know, makes perfect sense. 
Yeah, you know, so that way it just makes it easier on your fans at the end of the day. <laughs> and those are the people that support you. Absolutely. You know, they're amazing. That That's right. And uh, so I, w- I want to focus uh, a little bit uh, on the band and get some of the background on you guys. So how did the band come together, and how was the name Kuran chosen? That's a very unique name. Well, it's funny, man. Um, you know, it all came around, you know, it was just a project between me and my brother, you know, when we were teenagers or whatever. And, uh, you know, um, I was going to school for music and that's what he wanted to do too and in college we kind of said hey we could take this serious and so about a couple years you know in we made the band legit in 2012 right on so over eight years right now yeah you know we you know we put out a previous ep um which was all you know just within the city and maybe friends from out of state you know but this one, we wanted to, you know, push it on major platforms, you know, and that kind of thing. You know, first got to build up your backyard before you can go travel, you know. Oh, in- indeed, for sure. You know, and that's an important thing because it teaches, you know, it really helps you level up and ground yourself and figure out where you want to go. Yeah, for sure. And um, so, so how did you guys come around to the name uh, Kugran? Um, it's funny, like, because you're in Indiana, right? Yes, I am. Yes, sir. Okay, so here's the story, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone starts like that. Well, you know, it's derived from the African gold coin, the Krugerrand. Yep. And if you've heard the legends and the myths of Coleman Young smuggling um, over the Ambassador Bridge and getting busted on the bridge for it. You know, I never heard. I, never, I had news. I have not heard of, heard of this. Yeah, look it up. There's articles on it and stuff. It's funny, but you know, each coin was worth about back then five grand a pop. Now they're more. Wow. And you know, it's not very often you see something cool like that. And you know, that's kind of like a metaphor we wanted to go with was kind of bringing something, some of that rock and roll back. You know, that that era of golden rock and roll, but updating it for today's generation. You know, keeping what's going on with today, but adding that whole rock and roll flair to it. You know. Yeah, I've I've definitely noticed that with your music, it kind of has like um, a little bit of that '80s um, kind of hard rock to it, but there's definitely modern elements incor- incorporated as well. Yeah, because um, I'm really influenced by like you know the '70s, '80s, a little bit of the '60s, but I like a lot of today's music too. So what I wanted to do is kind of try to take the best of both worlds with my with my brothers in the band and. You know, figure it out that way. See if we can do something different. Yeah, and I, actually, that was yeah, that was actually one of the questions I lined up were what are some of your influences? Because it, it is a very unique blend of rock music. You have you know the old school elements with the new school elements. It makes it a very unique package for listeners. Yeah, and you know, like anybody who's listened to like Led Zeppelin four or you know some classic Alice Cooper or, yeah. you know, the whole Appetite for Destruction album. You know, we've all heard these great albums. 
For sure. You know, but my idea was, you know, what made these albums so great and how can we try to do that? You know? Yeah, and um, so I kind of want to talk about now the um, your, your EP, your latest EP, the Fight for Your Life EP. Um, like, how was how did that come together? How was the writing and recording that EP? Um, it came together pretty quick, uh, writing wise. Uh, recording, we recorded about half of it one year, and then you know promoted a single or two, and then put out, and then recorded the other half, and then released it. You know end of spring last year um we recorded we did the mixing and recording here uh with a guy named paul morris who runs 24 7d studios he used to work at the big harmony park building you know before it closed you know downtown and then um for mastering we sent them to uh my buddy mark wayland an autograph nice yeah it definitely has a very nice mix to it. You can you can hear all the elements, and it just sounds so clean. Yeah, um, you know, funny thing is, is I don't have like any distortion like pushed way over the top on that. You know, I wanted to get a really clean guitar sound, really clean bass, drums, vocals. You know, not a whole lot of editing to it or anything. I just wanted a good clean EP. You know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, um, everything. You know, it's, it's very distinctive, and you know, like we're talking about, it, it's very clean and it's very, I think, very professionally well done. And uh, your, your band, you're an independent band, correct? Yeah, we were signed to an indie label for a couple years. You know, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. You know, uh, we're both on you. good terms with each other. It's just, you know, you know, the industry is what it is. And I'll just leave it at that, you know, but they're still working with us and all of that, which is cool. Yeah. And I mean, I think I've talked to a lot of, you know, independent bands. And it's just, um, it's really cool. I mean, I mean, obviously you guys had to pay for, you know, all the, you know, the mastering, the mixing, your know, recording time, studio time. Um, that all comes yeah. I wanted it that way because, you know, I wanted it that way. So I know that we own our tapes or quote-unquote tapes you know nowadays it's audio yeah it's still you know yeah because uh they let us keep our content you know which is a rare thing so we were just like hell yeah let's do it yeah and uh so like what is your writing process do you develop the lyrics first do you get the music first how 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 do you do that (laughs) well it's funny sometimes you know Usually I'll write the music first, then the words, you know, because the music can convey the feeling that you're trying to say. So some t- I'll write the music and then the vocal melody, and then, you know, I'll just try to think of some cool words, you know, that are relevant with what I'm going through, what's out there, that kind of thing. And sometimes, you know, I'll get a cool phrase and I'll write something around that first, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, music is definitely, it's all about emotions and uh, just um, what you're feeling and how do you convey that uh, through music. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to be that guy and be like, every song, you know, that we work on it has a unique process. No, it usually just comes when it comes, you know, when I put my mind to it. And then, you know, when the guys put their mind to it, we just say, hmm. 
are we getting a cool phrase first or a cool lick or, you know, it yeah. usually comes out of spontaneousness, but once we, you know, quote unquote, catch the lightning in the bottle, you know, we really try to work with it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so for anyone who hasn't listened to the Fight for Your Life EP, what, uh, what, if they haven't listened to it yet, what do they expect? They can expect a very modern, classic hard rock album or EP um, with a lot of, like, modern, like, tricks and ideas here and there. Um, and just trying to work on that balance right. You know, it's not an EP for the kids, but it's not an EP for the parents, you know. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, no, I, I got you. I, I really enjoy it. And thank um, you. Uh, I'm wait. I'm waiting on my physical uh, copy still. I can't wait to get it. Yeah, send me your address. Did you do that? Yeah, yeah, I did that a couple of days ago. But we can. Uh, I'll get with you after the interview. Yeah, because I'm gonna pick up uh, stamps and I'll mail them out to you <laughs> by the beginning of next week. Sounds good. So if, if anyone if anyone wants a physical copy, uh, just uh, hit up, hit up Nico and uh, he will he will hook you up. Yep, our online store will be open soon. Right on. Our official online store will be open soon. I'm predicting summertime. Very good. Something to look forward to. And so I want to transition, you know, from we got we talked about the recording music. So now being up on the stage, uh, is there anything special you do before you take the stage? Um, you prepare for a show. Well, what I do is usually we'll... Uh, me and the guys will do a whole run through of the set before we even go to the building. Um, and then when we go, um, depending on when we load in, we'll either load up right away or load up a little later, depending on what the show is. And, uh, you know, depending on the size of the crowd, I'll either just chill or I'll do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know... And, um, but usually if, you know, we get through sound check really quick and we got a couple minutes, you know, I'll have a quick cigarette, you know, before I go on stage just to get the jitters out. Yeah, no, I got you. For you know, sure. after, after sucking down like four bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> and you got so hydrated for sure. Yeah, man. Like the hydration thing is real, you know. Well, because like, like, I've movies. seen 80-year-old jazz singers who smoke like a chimney, <laughs> you yeah. know, and their voices just come out just absolute, like, velvet. And their trick is they're just, like, drink a lot of water, sing only when you need to sing, and when you don't sing, you don't sing. Uh, that's very good advice for any, any uh, aspiring uh, singers out there. Hydration. Yes, hydration is key. And um, and like going along with the hydration, like some of those venues I've been in, it's like you know it's really warm. You have the lights on, and you got a bunch of people around you. So I mean, definitely you can get dehydrated very quickly. Yeah, and depending if you're playing a big room, you know, um, and it fills up, the temperature of the room will rise. So that's another thing I notate too. If it gets a little warmer, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was, I was at a uh, Fall in Reverse show in uh, Grand Rapids, and, like, the security had to pass out water just because of all the people there. And it, it was cold out. It was it was the middle of winter. It was February, and it was cold out, but it was just so warm in there. 
Like, we had yeah. to pass out water because people were going to start passing out. Yeah, you know, and, you know, besides sweating from going hard, like, you know, you're sweating because of, uh, you know, all the people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, bad, you know, when there were shows and, you you know, before social distancing. So, uh, uh-huh. Well, yeah, I, uh, I said, you know, before, before there was social distancing, there were shows. Yeah. And, yeah, so not right now. But I do want to talk about something very special happening on June 16th that involves yeah. Grand. Uh, for people who don't know, can you fill them in about what's going on? Ah, the hyped up live session. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be incredibly cool. Um, it is going to be a fully live streamed concert with multi camera views. It'll look like watching Access TV, but like indie style. You know, it's going to be really cool. Um, you know, we're thankful to be on the hyped up live sessions and, uh, you can tune in. Or I believe there is a small capacity for a private, you know, in-studio audience. So if you'd be interested in that, uh, look up the information on Hyped Up Live Sessions or contact me and I'll contact the people who run it and see what that's about. And uh, where is this going to be taking place? Detroit. <laughs> right on. And uh, for anyone who has not experienced the Grand show, what are they in for? A lot of energy. And, and kind of, uh, how do you choose, like, the set list? Um, do you throw in some covers? Do you do, you know, all original? Like, how, how do you uh, choose that? really depends, you know, on what the, the show is. Like, if it's a longer show, you might do a couple covers, you know, like, if you ever watch, like, Queen Live, like, for, like, three hours, or Zeppelin for, like, three hours, they throw in, like, these cool little 50s tunes, you know? If you catch it here and there, like during their, like when they're on the acoustics or whatever. Yeah. You know, just to kind of get the audience singing and all of that, you know. And that's for ge- their generation, you know. And I'm thinking for this generation, take some classics that we know and maybe play a couple, mix them in with most of our original set and have some fun. And is there any kind of um, covers in particular you really like playing live? Uh, House of the Rising Sun is cool. Um, we used to do Shine by Collective Soul. Um, oh, good one. We did uh, Let Me Roll It by uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, which was fun. You know, I actually got the whole uh, Diesel singer, uh, Theater singing Let Me Roll It. <laughs> I, uh, that, that, that's a classic, and uh, a lot of people, uh, that's an underrated song. A lot of people don't think of that song. But, like, they know. No. No, they think of Band on the Run or yeah. Jet. You know, you know, but that lick in that song, uh, in Let Me Roll It, that 6-8, you know, kind of waltzy feel with the lick, I mean, that just grabs your attention right away, man. Killer underrated song. And well, it blew my mind when the audience, you know, was singing it. Like, you could hear it throughout the theater, and I was just like, this is cool. <laughs> a lot of people, if you just say that song, a lot of people don't know what you're talking about. Once you start playing it, they're like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know the song when you hear it, when you play it, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, something you go hear one of your buddies, you know, tribute bands play, you know. It's a little bit out there. It's a little bit out there just, uh, just like on the, like the mainstream, like, you know, people won't know the name about, you know, name of it. It's a little bit hidden, but once you start playing it, you know, people are already like, oh, I got this. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so kind of going along, you know, talking about covers, uh, talking about music. Um, so outside of Cougar Ground, what are you listening to right now? I'm listening to a lot, man. Um, some days I'm checking out Royal Tusk, Dinosaur Pileup. Some days I'm listening to the jazz group Lettuce. Uh, some days I'm rocking out listening to Slash, and then some days, you know, like I was driving home today and I jammed out the Slipknot. Nice. Well, which album? Uh, the new one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, we Are Not Your Kind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it's I think it's got more of a, a hard rock feel compared to just straight metal, in my opinion. It's kind of got a little bit of the feel of Iowa mixed with uh, the one they released in 2008. Was that um, All Hope the is Gone? The Psychosocial album. Yeah, All Hope is Gone, yep. It's got a mix between Iowa and All Hope is Gone, Yeah, no, I, I would say. Very well done. Um it kind of almost had a little bit of a stone sour feel to it on some of the songs to me. Right. You know, and I like both groups. Which, I do too, yeah. You know, and it's just great because it kind of all flows within each other. Like, you can see, like, the creative ball just rolling. <laughs> and Corey Taylor is phenomenal. You know, just a, you know, a performer, a, a songwriter. Uh, I think he you know, plays guitar in some of the songs too. He's all around a phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, you know, um, he's a great singer, great musician. We're all great musicians, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone involved, but, I mean, def definitely, you know, if you're playing with Corey Taylor, you deserve to be there, so. Right, it's kind of like sitting with, uh, like, if you're an old schooler, it's kind of like sitting with uh, Robert Plant. Yes. Or uh, sitting with Chris Daughtry, or... Uh, Oh, what's the singer's name? Not Chris Daughtry, is it? Of the Who? No. Uh, no. no. Uh, I can't think of his name. I know Townsend's a guitarist. I'm. Not, I'm sorry. I'm not uh, well versed in the Who line. Uh, who lead singers? It'd be like hanging out with David Lee Roth. <laughs> like if you were an '80s cat and you strolled up on David Lee Roth, it'd be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, actually, surprisingly, he was on tour at the beginning of this year. Right. All right. So, uh, so one last thing before we go, um, you know, thank you for hanging out with me. Had a real fun time talking about music and Kuvran and things to come. I remember Roger Daltrey. I'm re I'm I'm redeeming myself, Roger there we Daltrey. Go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right on. It took you a second, but you got it. All right. Yeah. Sorry, uh, so you know, one more thing before we go. You know, talk about music, talk about Cool Rand, you know, you got the Hyped Up session coming up, you got the Fight for Your Life EP, but what can people expect from you guys in 2020? I know it's a little bit hard with the COVID situation and, you know, things a little bit uncertain, but what should they expect from you guys in 2020? You know, I'm, I'm going to say it here. Um, before all this stuff, we were actually going to go record in L.A. Really? We were hoping to have, like, a single out. Um, now if, but, uh, with all of it going on, you know, between here and what's going on over there in Los Angeles, we're just like, you know, let's talk about scheduling for next year for definitely an EP, maybe more. So definitely some new music to expect from you guys sometime. 2021 for sure. Awesome. And, you know, I know um, L.A., I think they extended their stay-at-home order to, like, mid-July or something like that, I heard. 
Yeah, you know, there's still a lot to work out, you know, um, and it's just crazy on how everything is just extending. Yeah, it, I mean, it's very uncertain times. That's, you know, a lot of things, you know, someone might tell me plans for next week, and, you know, by lunchtime it's already changed, you know, it's just off or it doesn't happen. So a right. lot of things are uncertain, but, I'm, you know, I I really want to hear some new music from you guys, so hopefully I, I, I'll wait a little bit longer, but I'm, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, the minute we get something new, I'll send it to you. Right on. And uh, if people are uh, interested, what are some of the be- best ways to support your band? Really just share our music, share our pages. Um, you know, not to plug, but, you know, buy our EP, buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easy stuff because it's the little stuff that really makes big things happen. You know, come out to shows when we can, you know, check out the stuff we got, you know, share it to your friends. Yeah, it's all it's all simple stuff, but I know, you know, it means a lot to you and, you know, to everyone involved. And uh, it, it, it's, always, it's always cool, you know, when you, you start seeing just, you know, some people share it, then you see more people share it. It's just, it's a whole tidal wave of just, you know, it's, it's all free, you know, it's free to share stuff, free to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, not many things in life that are free. <laughs> hey, free publicity is always good. Of course. And uh, so, you know, thank you again for hanging out with me. Uh, you know, hit up Nico if you're interested in tickets or the Fight for Your Life EP. Hit him up. It's it's some great stuff. I haven't seen uh, you guys live yet. Um, hopefully, sometime either this year, maybe next year, depending on when things actually start happening. But I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys. And uh, I really dig the EP. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, man. And I'll keep you up with the shows. I'll say, um, they're, they're on our website, but if you want the shows personally, notated or whatever, um, just let us know. And if you want to come up in advance, we could work something out. Right on. Always looking forward to it. A little bit hard. I'm you know, in, the, in Indiana. A little bit hard to get up there, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, and we're working on gigs throughout the area, too, so um, we'll keep you up to date with anything we got. Fantastic. And again, thank you, Nico, for hanging out with me, and please check out his band, Cougaran. Thank you so much for having me, man. You have a great night. Thank you. You, too, and uh, stay safe. You, too, brother.